everyone and welcome back to the Studio 204 podcast. Thank you so much for coming back or if this is your first time joining us then hello I'm your host Alicia Jones and I really hope that you enjoy today's episode and maybe even stick around for some more. Today we are joined with Beth Sargent who is a 2019 graduate from the Fashion Marketing and Communication course at the University of Chester. Thank you for taking the time out to talk to us today Beth. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Throughout this podcast Beth is going to be answering some questions about her time at the university and telling us what life has been like since graduating and going into industry job roles. So Beth, would you like to start off by telling us a little bit more about yourself and what it is that you do? Okay, uh, yeah, so oh, I was going to say my name's Beth. <laughs> um, I'm 24 years old and like you say, I graduated last year from the University of Chester. Um, I currently work for a jewellery company called DCK as a merchandiser. So I go into all sort all stores like Tesco, Topshop, Dorothy Perkins, Boots, um, and I merchandise all the jewellery in all of the stores. Um, I also work just part time in a um interior store, but um. I have just got a job with End Clothing up in Newcastle as a studio assistant. So I'll be prepping all the clothes ready for shoots um, and, yeah, uploading it all onto the website, basically. It's all so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to sort of like the very beginning, at what point was it that you realised that you wanted to study fashion at university? Is it something that you've always had an interest in and wanted to progress in as a career Mm -hmm. yeah so like ever since I was little like it sounds cliche but like I've always loved fashion um I've always loved fashion magazines like on tv like it's something that I've always like had an interest in um and when I was at school um you know when you're choosing your options I chose like textiles (laughs) and things like that I then went on to um do an art foundation course at college which I again focused on fashion um and then I actually when I first went to uni I didn't come here I went to Nottingham Trent University and I studied fashion design because that's what I thought I wanted to do and after a year of being there I realized that like fashion design wasn't something that I wanted I I realized like I wanted to be more digital mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I decided to leave and come then to Chester and study fashion marketing communication. So <laughs> that's Amazing. what led me here. <laughs> so was that sort of, did you start here as a first year as well or were you able to transfer as a... No, so year? I had to start here as a first year. Yeah, first so year. I had to go back <laughs> a year basically. Um, because obviously one, I'd done the fashion design course, not a fashion marketing course. Yeah. And two, because obviously this was the first year, like of there course, wasn't a second yeah. year for me to go into here. Yeah. Um, but in a way, like I'm happy that obviously I went just straight into the first year and not jumped at all for the fact of like I got to know from scratch from the yeah. start everything. And as well, like I wouldn't have the friends and like the tutor that I have yeah. today. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so, like you've just mentioned, you were the first year group for fashion marketing and communication at Chester. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it when you decided that you wanted to do like a marketing and more business aspect of it? Um, what was it that made you choose Chester over sort of bigger universities that are more well known for a fashion course? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I moved 
to Chester University from Nottingham, a massive factor for me was because I wanted to be at home, I'm not mm. going to lie. Um, but after being on the course, I think the course just speaks for itself yeah. now. Um, obviously, Tracy, the two... At first, well, the, I don't know if you know, but first mm. year I didn't have Tracy. We oh, had a different course, yeah. um, tutor. Um and it wasn't until Tracy got here as to when the course came to life, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, so even in like the first, although Tracy had wrote the course, I don't think it was being taught as to how it was wanting to be mm-hmm. taught. And like obviously when Tracy came here, like I say, it just came to life. And straight away then I knew that I'd made the right decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tracy's, um, she's a fab lecturer, she really is. Um, Reflecting back at your time at university, what was your favourite memory of being at Chester? Oh, okay. Um, be anything. It doesn't have yeah. to be literally not study related. Or... Okay. Obviously, like I've made like some really close friends from being here, yeah. um, and just having like even well, not even just having the close friends, but that community of people like like with Tracy like a year on now like I can Mm. come back and it's as if like I'm here every day um and just knowing that like regardless where you are in life that you can just pick up the phone and give her a call and be like look this is what I'm thinking of going where I'm going to as like for example with my new job like she was one of the first people I told um so it is like that community here at Chester, yeah. which I don't think, well, I know for a fact you don't have at other universities. Mm-hmm. After being at um, Nottingham Trent, I was one, I was literally just a number there. Yeah. I remember being there and um, I'd wrote on like a board at slot time for just to see a tutor one-to-one. Mm. And I sat and waited for over two hours, like after my time no. slot and in and there was, I I kept going around like are they ready to see me and they were like no just sit and wait and in the end like it got to a what time and I just had to go home um so it's just having that like accessibility of having the one-to-one like it you don't realize until you've been to somewhere like Mm -hmm. that that you're not just a number here you are a person yeah I think some people sometimes look at the course and think that because it's like smaller numbers in terms of how many people are on the course that mm-hmm. can, some people think it's a bit of a hindrance but I think it's so good because you have that you have that extra one-on-one time and mm-hmm. obviously Tracy's got her open door policy where she'll literally be there every second of the day yeah I feel like you could probably ring Tracy at 3am and she'll oh. answer her phone <laughs> oh yeah so <laughs> I think with all of them there was some of them calls <laughs> yeah definitely like you say it's it is that having that person there for you it's it does as well not only the course sells itself but that I think like you say I don't think people realize it until you've been to another university where you don't have it yeah I suppose it's been interesting for you to actually have been Mm -hmm. somewhere else and seen firsthand what it's it's like being in a space that's so different to this yeah and not only that there's like so many in other universities like um foreign students Mm -hmm. um and a lot of the time obviously they've never even took fashion at all so like they take up most of the time because Mm -hmm. they're even teaching them how to um like thread a sewing machine which is something that we obviously got taught in high school school. so a lot of the time like you were thrown back to like being in high school Mm -hmm. which is mad considering you're in a university whereas like here with it having that more one-to-one like Tracy can like apply it to each person separately depending yeah. on what your strengths and mm-hmm. weaknesses are yeah 
no, definitely. Um, what was the most valuable lesson that you think you took away from coming to study this course at university? Any sort of particular modules that have stuck with you throughout leaving? Um, yeah, brand me, definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah, it's mad how much you learn about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going through therapy. It actually is. <laughs> yeah, it is mad. Um I'm just looking at all your brand me's now. I know. <laughs> Everyone's so different. It's, yeah, it's, like yeah, even looking at your walls now, it's so different. Mm-hmm. Mad to see how different everyone is, and that's yeah. exactly like last year when ours were all up on the wall. How it was like yeah. how different we all are, mm-hmm. and you don't realize because like although like they're your best friends or close friends and stuff like yeah. that, you think oh with us being so close we're probably very similar but you really were no yeah it's mad um but not only that like um I think for me something that I've took away from this course is that you can't expect it to just happen Mm -hmm. like you need to work at it yourself and that was something that I was definitely like a blind eye to sometimes um especially leaving university I think not straight away I maybe jumped at the chance of applying for jobs because I was like happy in the one that I was in yeah but like I soon re- I've soon realized like afterwards that no I have to take it upon myself like a job's not going to come to me mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta go out there and get it mm-hmm. <laughs> um what's been one of your hardest challenges sort of throughout university or even throughout working in industry sort of how do you keep yourself motivated to keep persevering and keep pushing forward mm-hmm. um I would say, I would say, um, (laughs) I think, like, my own personal desire, I'm not someone that, like, has ever wanted stuff to be handed to. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to work and earn it myself, Mm -hmm. and I think that in itself motivates me daily to get up and, like, go and do. Yeah. Um, But also, like, because I know where I want to be in the industry, that motivates me. And, like, I was just explaining before about um, my new job at End. Like, I'm I'm only starting at the bottom, but mm-hmm. they're, they're the steps that you have to take yeah, to get course. where you want to be. Um, so that is something that, right now, obviously, it's not a job that I'm th- over the moon about in the yeah. sense of, like, because I'll be steaming clothes all day. <laughs> But I know it's eventually going to get me to where I want to be and that's what motivates me. Yeah, I think if you've got that work ethic and you know exactly where you want to be in the industry, Mm -hmm. you'll keep finding that self-motivation, won't you, to push push forward. I think you've really got to want it in the fashion industry in particular. Oh, yeah, because there's so many people out there and there's even so many people out there that just get it handed to them that don't deserve it. And that's like when you're sat there applying for jobs and, like, you're doing, like... Because before I when I was applying for jobs, I was doing my own freelance um, styling. Okay. Um, just to build my portfolio up. Mm. And even just doing that, working for free, like you'd have to buy the clothes with your own money, then hopefully they didn't get ruined. <laughs> Send them back <laughs> to get your money back to yeah. then do it again a week later. And then other people that who were probably, not just at like, university, but other friends like on other things like, on other courses and stuff like I've just been more handed a job and you're like yeah oh and there's you work and you but yeah I definitely say don't give up just because that's the case mm. I think it's so much more rewarding as well if you don't get me wrong it's probably lovely for the people that do get it handed to <laughs> yeah. them but I think it is so much more rewarding to actually put in the hard work get to the end see what you've done mm-hmm. and then 
get like that result at the end of it with what you're offered from industry job roles and things yeah definitely um how have you found it since graduating so you finished uni nearly a year ago yeah um nearly yeah yeah Yeah, nearly um how have you found it do you think it's been more more competitive to get a job than you originally thought it was going to be yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) definitely um yeah like as I was as I was saying before like I've had to work for free Mm -hmm. a lot of the time um just on photo shoots and helping out with people. Like, I went and worked for the company that I'm now going to work with for free, like, and I had to pay for all my accommodation up there, which isn't cheap, like, not just only for me, but, like, for anyone that goes and Mm. does it, it's not cheap at all. And it all comes out of your money at the end of the day. So, like... Sorry, what was the question? I tend to no, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, so how has it been since graduating? Has it been more competitive oh, yeah. to get a job than yeah. you thought it would be? Um, and, like, gosh, it's, like you say, it's been nearly a year on. Mm-hmm. And I'm only now, like, finding my feet in, in a position. Yeah. Um, which I never thought would happen. You, I literally thought I'd come out of uni and maybe a month or two off mm-hmm. and then I'd be right into a job. But it just doesn't <laughs> happen like that. And it, I can't, like express enough to anyone like in years that are in uni now to like even in your second year be applying for jobs like it it's mad because <laughs> like they're gonna if they like you they will wait for you that's it isn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah I need to take that advice on I, mean, I finish in three months and I'm not a graduated for any yet <laughs> yeah no I would 100% do it now <laughs> um so one more question I've got for you is sort of knowing what you know now through going through university and uh, going into the industry and getting like finding your place. What's one piece of advice that you would give to any students who are wanting to take on like a sort of a fashion marketing course and go into work in the fashion industry? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely say you have to have a hunger for it. Yeah. Um, you have to have that want to be there and because it doesn't like the infam it's mad because like people think oh fashion it's just clothes like going yeah. to top shop <laughs> it's not like you have to have that hunger and want to like re- even research around it and like it's not even just fashion anymore like it's society it's everything around you it's social mm-hmm. media like so much comes under that umbrella of fashion you don't yeah. like i didn't even realize it myself till coming on the course and i Again, I think when I was in my first year, I definitely turned a blind eye at the fact of, like, oh, no, fashion is just, like, clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really not. So it's definitely having that hunger and want for it. Yeah. Um, and not just giving up, like, at the first hurdle because the amount of, like, when applying for jobs, the amount of rejection that you will get is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, again, keeping in that theme of, like, that hunger and want is not feeling rejected of when you are rejected yeah. you've got to be thick-skinned with it haven't you oh, I think and just keep pushing through and knowing that eventually mm-hmm. when you if you keep applying and keep pushing that it will eventually yeah. happen yeah because even when I went and worked um at end for mm. work experience I did um like they got me to do a style a uh, bit, bit of styling mm. um and gave me because it end is a brand um that holds designer brands Mm -hmm. under it basically so they gave me like brands like nike alexander mcqueen um 
Amy Lee on door, like all sorts of brands. And but I had to pair them with other brands, and that's like obviously you're not going to pair Nike with Adidas. Yeah. Um, so I had to do that, and after it, like they assessed me, and like even in industry, like you have to have like you say the thick skin mm-hmm. because they weren't bothered that whether how they were telling me yeah. whether I got it right or wrong. <laughs> so yeah, definitely having the thick skin as well, like you say. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um... It is important. I think it's one of those things that if you are more, if you take it to heart too much, then it'll just drop your confidence on mm-hmm. it, I think. And it's, but it almost puts you back a step if you do take it, mm-hmm. take it to heart. So, yeah, that's a really good piece of advice. <laughs> um, so, thank you so much for coming in oh, no, and doing this you. for me today. <laughs> it's been really good speaking to you. And sort of, you're the first graduate that I've actually interviewed as um, from the course. Um, so it's been really interesting to sort of get your take on things mm-hmm. and see how it differs to sort of students that are currently on the course. Yeah. And just like get your view on how you see it and how it's helped you progress into the industry. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. so oh, thank you. Thank for... you for having me. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and hopefully we will have you back listening soon. Bye. Thank you.